Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. Thanks. Thanks a lot for letting us come across your radios or computers or however in the world you're getting this message today. We're just honored to be with you and be coming across. And with me as always, my friend, my co-host, Stephanie Wesco. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning, Doug. How's life out there? Is your cold getting any better on this day? <clears throat> it's still hanging in there about the same and it's just cold all the way around. I mean, it's 19 degrees. It was 16 when I got up. So it's cold here. Yeah, so yeah. I, I walked in about 38 this morning, which is kind of a level where I'm okay. Cold. You know? Yeah, if you're bundled up. Yeah, it doesn't bother. I, I like walking in. Uh, coldest I walked last year was 19. Okay. And uh, I felt that was fine. But you do, you're right. You got to wear layers, you know. Yeah. You got to wear layers. But, well, we're sorry you have a cold. Uh, you're still being a blessing out here doing this. So today it's Stephanie's turn again for the knucklehead thing. And I just want to catch you guys up on a couple things while Stephanie's reading over her knucklehead thing. Number one, uh, the TV show, boy, it's going to be fruition. It's, it's coming there. It's almost there. And uh, keep on praying about that by now. Actually, I think you can look it up on YouTube. You can be watching uh, helpful wounded spirits, be watching season one. And, and uh, I believe God will be using that to help some folks pray about that. And, um, we pray that you're, as you prepare for 2022, that God is showing you something and richly blessing all of you. So with that in mind, we have a not, not knuckleheaded moment, uh, that Lynn Norton, great missionary, um, uh, pastor's wife, pastor's wife now over in, uh, Arkansas. And, um, she helped us come through with this. We do it for a few reasons. Number one, we do the knuckleheaded thing because we want you to know what a knucklehead looks like. Number two, we don't want you to be a knucklehead. Number three, sometimes it can be kind of funny, even though I think almost we can take number three away, Stephanie, because it just hasn't been funny lately. <laughs> with all that being said, we're just not hitting the funny mark anymore. Uh, with all that being said, Stephanie, uh, you might be a knucklehead if... Well, Doug... <clears throat> As we come to the end of this year and I'm thinking through, you know, we're approaching, approaching a new year. Okay. Um, it's very sad when I think back to this time a year ago, um, the turmoil our country was in and quite honestly, that turmoil is still there. It's just the mask has come off of it more, um, with who, with who, um, took over, has taken over, uh, many aspects yeah. from a perspective and yet I don't I don't want to call you a knucklehead if you do this because I guess that I'm just my challenge as we come to the end of this year and approach new year is enter the new year you'd be a knucklehead if you didn't enter the new year on your knees before God seeking his wisdom his help seeking that he would show himself strong to you personally, to your family, to your church, to your town, to our nation, to our world. Um, you're a knucklehead if you're not doing that. You're not getting before God and saying, 
God, as we enter this year, we can't enter it without you. There it is. Put God in the driver's seat. Don't make him your co-pilot. Uh, he's the pilot. He's the one that you want doing the driving. You don't want to try to figure these things out in some weird, crazy, sideways, messed up, wicked, weird kind of way. God is first. God alone is worthy. He alone will take us to where we need to go. And uh, that's good. So things we don't say or do to people with PTSD, Stephanie, what are you thinking? Well, let's see. I would say as we enter a new year, um, I speaking from me personally, I struggle. I hate entering new years. Quite honestly, it's one of the worst. I dread it. Um, it's, it's made handleable because, you know, we have family um, that you're with, but it's not a celebration for me. And So when you have, if you're around someone who has PTSD and they don't look like they're having very much fun, just be there for them. Yeah. Don't, don't get in their face for not feeling very celebratory because you don't have any clue why they may be struggling. Yeah. We cry sometimes people with PTSD, you know, sometimes we just cry. Sometimes we have bad days, but you know, we serve a great God and Stephanie knows that. And you know, sometimes Stephanie has me crying. So she had this song yesterday that she brings out and she sends it to me. So both of us could be crying somewhere in the United States of America. She wanted double crying to be going on. Singular crying wasn't enough for her. So we had to, we had to have crying squared going on. So when I'm coming down off this twilight sedation after getting a colonoscopy and I, I turn this song on and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, man, and it happens all. And then just last week I was Christmas shopping, you know, and Debbie finds me. I'm hiding in a corner crying. Why? I don't even know. Saw something that kind of reminded me of my mom. And so I just started crying, you know, but I will tell you this, man, if you've got a friend with PTSD and you befriend them and they love you, you got the best. That's all I'm saying. You got the best people with PTSD. We're all in, man. We'll die for you. You know, you got that neighbor who's bothering you, you need him to disappear, just find somebody with PTSD, <laughs> especially an old military guy. They'll take him down the road, cut him up, and flush him down the toilet. It'll be all right, man. We learned how to do that back when I was in. But anyway, no, I'm only joking. But those are the people you want to take to the ball game with you in case somebody's rooting for the other team. They'll, they'll keep you out of trouble. But here we are, and uh, this is what I'm thinking too, Stephanie, as we go into the new year. You know what I, you know what I think? I think the coolest thing, uh, every time a new year starts for me, I always take a breath, but every day is new for me. Cause you know, his blessings are new to me every morning. You know, I get that, but I go into a new year, you know, and I do say, God, you know, this year I want to do this better. I, and, I, and I try to do it. I mean, it, it becomes real to me, but I think that anything short of trying to improve for God, it, it's God, but then it takes care of those other things. When you're, when you're vertically telling God or asking God or begging God better yet to help you do something in the new year, that'll make you more godly. He's going to help you do it. And boy, yeah. the people around you, those, so when you go in vertically and doing that, the people horizontally, those friends, those family members, those people all around you, they, they get the benefit of that, you know? And, uh, so, I mean, it's a pretty big deal when we sit around and say, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to be more godly. We're going to step out. We're going to trust God. And, and I mean, those are all things I think that you can really build on. So 
That's all I wanted to say. I, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I think, you know, we give people a lot of advice on this show, Stephanie. This is almost like an advice show, you know, but it's godly. <laughs> I mean, maybe, you know, and folks, if, if you like this show and we've been a blessing to you, go out to Apple or Android and give us a five-star rating. If you don't like this show, go out to the JW show and give them a two-star rating and make believe it's us. <laughs> But we're definitely five-star people. We're working. We're studying. We're loving you guys. We're getting up early. I did my walk at 6 this morning to be ready to be here by 9 to go ahead and do this with Stephanie and have breakfast and Bible reading and all that stuff out of the way. So we're in that 10th proverb, Stephanie. And this 10th proverb has been pretty cool. I've been getting a lot out of it, getting a lot out of God's Word, been growing with it. And we're, we know that we're going to people out there. This is the thing. We know that we're going to people who randomly cry like we do, are randomly messed up like we do. See, that, that makes it fun for us. It does. It helps. It helps knowing you guys are messed up, you know? Because <laughs> if we were the only messed up ones, life would be no fun at all. Like if people could say, well, you know, Doug and Stephanie are the only messed up people in the world. Well, that's no fun. Because then you say, well, we're the only, but to know that there are other messed up people being there, that's, that right there works for me, man. All right. It's more handleable. Yeah. Yeah. You, you guys help us. You guys are part of who we are. You're in the in crowd. You're part of our peeps this Christmas. And uh, we celebrate with you, your weirdness. All right. So here we are. We do. We celebrate with you. You're weird, we're weird, we're all weird, but we get to serve God. Here we are in 1022. And and you know you're weird. I mean, honest. You say something sometimes and you look at people and you realize they don't get us. Who cares? God gets us. You know, hey, the blessing of the Lord, it says in the 22nd verse of the 10th proverb, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. And he addeth, he addeth no sorrow with it. That verse right there, man, there's about five paragraphs of commentary coming to my mind immediately. But the blessing yeah. of the Lord makes one rich. I mean, what are you thinking, Stephanie, as we're going through this verse? I think it's an incredible, um, beautiful fact that God's giving. This is a fact. It's not a promise. It says, the ble blessing of the Lord, it make, makes you rich. And <clears throat> I remember when we were leaving, you know, we were in the process of purging, packing, um, selling as we prepared to go to Cameroon, um, realizing that from an earthly perspective, we were giving away every chance of earthly riches that we had. And I remember the Lord taking me to a verse in Psalms that talked about um, his inheritance and the Lord reminding me that we were laying up an inheritance that was incorruptible by going to Cameroon and by choosing that um, to obey that calling God had put on our lives. And now as I look back, even with all the awful things that God, um, from a human perspective, that God allowed to happen um, with Charles martyrdom and um, our 12 days being all we had there as a family um, in Cameroon and, and it seeming so so worthless from a human perspective and then to see what God has done and does it always feel rich? No but it is Yeah, because that God has blessed he has shown himself strong and 
there is no sorrow in the sense of, do we grieve? Do we miss Charles? Yes. Do we wish him back? No. God's given us so many blessings, so many, um, and it, it's a weird place to be. And I think anybody who's been through a loss um, gets, maybe gets this, um, depending on your situation. But that idea of you, you miss them, but you don't wish them back because what you're seeing God do makes it worth it. Yeah, and through it. That's rich. That is true riches. That's true, you know, treasures laid up in heaven serving Jesus. They're yeah. the greatest riches in the world. And understand that we may not have much here on earth in comparison to others. But if we have Jesus, oh, it's it, that's the best riches ever. It is. It is. And, and you know, I, I like that direction. Stephanie, and, and many of you know this, and some may not that are just coming on. We, we, we seem to be picking up, I don't know, you know, 10 people a week uh, seem to be adding on. We're probably losing three or four. So, but it, it seems like we're, you know, we go up about 10 people a week who listen to us and we're thankful for that. We're coming into two years and, and uh, just a bunch of you folks listen to us and we, we thank God for that. And, but this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking some of you may not know the exact story. So, you know, Stephanie marries Charles. Uh, Stephanie was 19. Uh, I mean, her whole life she prepared to get married, and God was good to them. They got married young. Uh, Stephanie was. Charles was a bit older, but God blessed them with a beautiful family. They served in the ministry. Charles was uh, uh, an assistant pastor, you know, working with the youth, doing everything. And then God called them to work with Stephanie's dad's church about you know, an hour from where they were working and they came down there and just was a great blessing. They're working with everybody and God called them to be missionaries. So the process of that in our lives, for those of you who are, who aren't familiar with the missionary Christendom and the way we do it as uh, Baptists is they began deputation, what we call deputation. So Stephanie and Charles owned a house and, you know, it was paid for. They had it fixed up a gazebo, little pony things. I mean, your typical, you know, American family, Charles and Stephanie owned a business, you know, Charles tuned pianos, worked on pianos, had his ministry. I mean, God was just really blessing their family. They worked hard at their business and life and their kids. And God gave me eight kids. There's three kids in heaven with weird names. We'll tell you about that later. But anyway, uh, they go out on deputation and they, deputation's a struggle. And folks, you go through a few years of every week, they drove a camper, uh, a motorhome, from church to church, raising support so they could go over and reach the people of Cameroon. And uh, they raised up their support and, and the highs and lows involved with that. And, and part of that is selling all your earthly goods and putting that money to work on the mission field in Cameroon. And uh, so they do that. And folks, they gave away stuff. They gave away their dog, their fish, their snakes. I mean, you know, everything. Uh, and they and reptiles anyway for little Caleb there and and they moved and after 12 days God called Charles home through a just a terrible many events that took place he was murdered in front of Stephanie Charles Jr. Uh, young Charles who's the only Charles on earth now his dear dad is a missionary martyr uh, up in heaven with God and and brought Stephanie back and there were many challenges I, I recommend you read Stephanie's book to die as gain find an abundant life and death out there on Amazon that'll show you and tell you everything you need to know but then you come back and you've already given away everything and you know you lose your husband and that's what Stephanie's talking about but the blessings of the Lord made her rich and and God provided through a GoFundMe and, and Stephanie owns a house now and 
Uh, Stephanie actually has a beautiful home. I really love her home. And, um, but so many things have made her rich. And what she said a minute ago, I said all that. I know I took a couple of minutes to explain all that, to explain this. That if Charles was still here, God went to use Stephanie to see all these people who've been saved through this podcast. I talked to someone the day before, the day before yesterday, so Saturday from this podcast, was able to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with them from this podcast, fruit, uh, because the blessing of the Lord made Stephanie rich even in all those bad times and allowed her conversations with me and God to use them. And it seems like every week we see somebody calling or getting saved and people reading Stephanie's book and people going, so you say, well, it seems impossible that Stephanie can be blessed. You don't know the Stephanie I know. You don't know her kids. They're a picture of blessings. And there's hard things, man. Nobody in my life had asked harder questions than three-year-old Emmeline Hope Wesco. Nobody has ever come up to me and said, you know, Uncle Doug, why'd my dad die? You know, if you went to school and you know the Bible, tell me why. Why didn't he wait till I was older? Why, you know, Folks, there's hard things, but can I tell you how many people that little Emmeline has blessed? Mm-hmm. And, and so somehow Stephanie's kids are a conduit of this. They really are all of them. They're singers. They, you know, we've done a couple albums together. Uh, I don't sing or anything. I just help get set up and do them, but help write songs sometimes. Moral support. Moral support. <laughs> Keep the kids out of trouble. They, they wander sometimes. And Emmy <laughs> needs a full-time supervisor at recording sessions. But anyway, I take that role proudly. And some of the kids get kind of weird. But so think about this in this perspective. And I know we talked about another verse, the whole podcast, but think about this. The blessing. I mean, think about this verse. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. And so... If you can find God's blessings in the terribleness of this world, it's there. Yeah. It comes out of them. It comes. Some of you have been through so many terrible things. I've talked to you. I've held, I've held you folks out there. Uh, I've, I've heard your stories. You've heard mine. You've heard Stephanie's. We've wept together. We've laughed together. But if you can stop and say, what has God done with this crazy thing I went through? And then count those blessings. Uh, you know, I put something on our Facebook the other day that I was reading it in a book, so I made a little meme about it. But it, it said something like, you know, in a world where we count calories, count pounds, count money, count everything, why not we be the people who count blessings? Yes. And so, Stephanie, as you count your blessings, I mean, you lost Charles terrible. Three years and two months, the most horrible thing I heard in the last three years and two months was you losing Charles, just being honest with you. Um, those blessings, you look back, you look back over the past year, what amazes you most? Well, I think what amazes me the most over and over and over again is God's grace. Um, one of my favorite passages is Lamentations 3. Um, the whole chapter is amazing. Um, but the verses that say, of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Yeah. Getting to experience God's mercies brand new every day. God's grace new every day. That's overwhelming. Some days when you look back and you say, wow, I didn't think I could get through that month. 
I didn't think I could get through that day. God did that. Yeah. That's the most amazing thing, I think, looking back, to see that God is still God, no matter what happens from a human level. And it doesn't mean it's easy. It doesn't mean we just float through life uh, without any problems or tears or pain. But to know that God is still God, that's the most astounding thing ever, that his grace and goodness are brand new every single day for us. Yeah, I think that, uh, and this is kind of a preview of where we're going tomorrow with this podcast, but I think that if you can look at every day that way as a new slate, a new chance. You know, some people, I think, Stephanie, and you got to help us with this. Some people set up tomorrow as bad before it even happens. So yeah. how, how does somebody who's been through those terrible things, and you know them, I mean, you're working right now with ladies who've been through the unspeakable, unmentionable family members, friends, pastors, rapes, narcissism, nutty stuff, craziness. Uh, how do you... What do you say to somebody to help them go to bed knowing tomorrow's a new day? Well, we just, I was just reading this last night. Understanding that what time they're afraid, I will trust in me. And understanding that no matter what may come at you, even in the middle of the night, yeah. I will make that choice. I will. It's one of those I wills. I will trust in thee, knowing that God, you know, that foundation, that no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, God hasn't changed. And, you know, making that choice to keep that focus, and it's not that that choice is always easy or fun to make, but understanding that that gives you peace to go to sleep at night. It gives you peace to start a new day that I can and I will trust in God because God is still faithful. His promises are still true. And what time I am afraid. In other words, there will be times I am afraid. But when those times come, at making that resolution, I will trust in you. It helps you go to sleep at night. It helps you get up in the morning. It helps you get through each moment of every day. There it is, folks. There it is. I, Stephanie, if you could, and I mean, that wraps it. That wraps it. But if you could just sing the first verse of Great is Thy Faithfulness, if you could close us with that, I, I think that'd be awesome. Okay. Cold and all. This is the cold ed- edition of Great is Thy Faithfulness. It is. <laughs> Great is Thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Praise God. There it is, folks. Listen, we love you guys. So happy New Year's, Adam. 
because Adam came before Eve. So tomorrow will be New Year's Eve. But uh, listen, we love you folks. If there's anything we can do for you, give us a shout. Make sure you find us on Helpful Wounded Spirits. We sure do appreciate the opportunity just to be part of your community. We, uh, we hope you have a great day and a great new year. Thank you very much. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.